Welcome to episode 57 of The Bull Run, the official podcast for snooker professional Stuart Bingham. This Cogito PR content is sponsored by Q Creator, the experts in bespoke Q design. It's a show in which I, sports journalist James Colasanti, ask the man nicknamed Bull Run about recent results, life on tour, and life in general. Uh, good morning, mate. How are you today? Yeah, all good. Thanks, James. Just uh, just already practicing. Um, looking forward to the qualifiers when they start on Friday. Yeah, absolutely. I know you've got a busy um, September coming up. We'll, we'll come to that. Um, I just mentioned off air there, we'll start the show by wishing your son, Shay, a happy birthday. Uh, I believe he was 12. Um, did he have a nice day yesterday? Yeah, we, we went to the O2. We, um, we played some sort of indoor football game. Uh, in the O2 and uh, yeah really good day actually all, all the family and uh, yeah bit of fun obviously obviously I come out on top I was going to say I was just watching the video <laughs> clip on Facebook here he looks like he's got a better touch than you mate I, I told him he's to... got a better touch but he, he can't he can't put it in the back of the net as good as me is that what it is you're the finisher are you <laughs> yeah <laughs> anyway look, maybe we can get Shay uh, on the show as a special guest at some point this season um Although he probably spilled the beans now, mummy and daddy squabble all the time, right? Like like the rest <laughs> of us parents. Is that about the start? The, 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 yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, anyway, look onto the snooker. Um, uh, you've you've been in a bit of qualifying action in recent weeks. Um, yeah, mixed results. Uh, start with a good, um, a four nil win over Geordie John Astley um, in a British Open clash in Leicester. Um, I, apart from a bit of frustration, a couple of misreads, uh, like just just some solid match play to get the job done there, uh, earned a place at that ranking event in Cheltenham at the end of September and um, shot the hundred thousand pound winners check. Also a chance to book a champion of champions place. Um, so how did you reflect on that win over John Astley, and, and how important was it to come through that unscathed? Yeah, obviously um, to get. Get the season off. Obviously, qualified for the obviously first two tournaments. Um, it, yeah, could have gone either way. John sort of got in first, and I made sort of a good sort of comebacks in in two of the frames. I I think I remember. Um, yeah, four 0 was a bit flattering because of easy take on like two all or three one whatever. But uh, yeah. yeah, obviously a win's a win, and um, it just obviously try and build momentum. Obviously in the qualifiers and getting through to the main stages. Um, opposite end of the spectrum with with the European Masters Clash uh, against Zhao Gundong, uh, you lost a close match five three. Um, he made a nice ninety two to make it four three, but he, he saw it out in a in a sort of nip and tuck tight last frame. Um, I haven't been able to find much detail on that match. So, so what was the story there? Um, obviously, just a bit of a slow start. Really um, went two 0 down, um, missed a couple of long reds, uh, and ended up going over the pockets. Um, and then, um, yeah, he, he was 2 0. Battle to go 2 1. Um, maybe a bit of bad positional and a bit of bad luck. Potted it red. The white kissed the pink, went in off. Shot later. I was sort of gifted in the frame, sort of thing. But uh, yeah, obviously 3 1 at the break. Should have been definitely 2 2. And uh, obviously a big change. Come back. Still felt good. Hmm. Um, felt like I was sort of getting myself in the match. Um, so he went three two, made a good break round the pink spot. Um messed up the last couple of reds in the next to go four two down, made a good as you said, ninety two to, to go four three and, and had chance after chance to uh, sort of make it four all and just uh, just sort of just couldn't seem to get on the on the balls properly and, and simple as that. Um five three obviously hurt. 
Mm. Um, felt like I could have gone maybe probably deep in the tournament, and uh, felt like my game was sort of building. And but um, yeah, it's just obviously what's been maybe probably happening over the last sort of couple of years. I sort of felt really good, but sort of getting beat early on. Yeah, can you put your finger on what it is? Is it is it just the nature of snooker? It's just you know, it's just how it goes, especially in the, like the when they're the shorter matches sort of thing. Or um, yeah, I mean, can you put your finger on those near misses, basically? You know, those sort of ones that get away. Yeah, no. I say if if I could put a finger on it, I wouldn't be doing mm, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's just obviously just a frustrating obviously game sometimes. Um, but they like say if, obviously winning qualifying matches, sort of building a bit of confidence with them. Like I say. Um, went there. Obviously, it was it was a bit. The conditions are a little bit different. It was it was like thirty one degrees outside, and we had aircon, so the tables played a little bit heavier. Right. Uh, it's same for everyone, but obviously some people suit others. And uh, I think the last ball I missed, it just I just didn't time the ball well, and it ended up staying over the pocket. Pockets were playing a little bit nippy mm. as well because of the conditions. So um, yeah, it just it just sort of felt. Just, yeah, just weren't obviously meant to be. But mm. uh, I've just been on the phone to someone that um, everyone's having nightmares to obviously get home from Germany. Obviously, I didn't book a return yeah, flight. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, Barry, I've just seen Barry on a on a Instagram or wherever it, what it was, Facebook. Um, he's saying he's he's in Frankfurt Airport. I think he's getting a train to Brussels. Ooh. Then he's going to hire a car to, to get to Calais. It's like planes, trains and automobiles uh, at this stage. Exactly, it? yeah. <laughs> uh, I've heard a few cameramen are stuck in Nuremberg. So, uh, right. yeah, it's obviously a bit of a, bit of a mess with yeah. everyone trying to get back home. What you're telling me is this a silver line. You planned all this, did you? You thought you'd, <laughs> yeah. you'd get in and get out. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, had to, I had to get on the flight at six o'clock the next morning. Obviously, I was looking at flights and... Uh, yeah. I had to go from Nuremberg to Frankfurt, which is like a 40 minute flight, and right. then a sort of an hour and a half wait, and then um, and then it was like obviously an hour, hour and 20 to City Airport. So, yeah, I think I was quite fortunate. I know um, James Cale was on the same flight to Nuremberg to Frankfurt, and then he went on to Manchester. So, right, I think we, yeah, we, we was maybe very lucky sort of time we got out of it, I think. Yeah, bullet dodge. I do think about it. I was, I was speaking to the wife earlier on and saying, "Oh, I, we kind of, you know, we did domestic stuff. We've just been about in this country this summer, and I thought I didn't fancy air travel this summer. I kind of had a feeling yeah. it would be another, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, what it's been basically a circus. But I'm um, just on the playing front. I, I, I meant to ask, how's the arm injury nowadays, mate? Is it? You, would you say you're about 100? percent You still sort of feel it, or you know, what's the update on on just that? Yeah, it, it don't get in the way of anything. Every now and then, I'll fill it. Um, so it's it's like ninety five percent back. Mm. So yeah, I've had uh, a good physio Dan from Eversley Centre. He's been uh, looking after me, and uh, yeah, yeah, he's, he's obviously got me back to fighting fit. And now, before we uh, came and stopped recording, we had a quick chat about um, your getting involved with Paul. Essentially, uh, you've played quite a bit of uh, you know the short form Q sport uh, in recent times. Um, earlier this month at the 2023 European Open Pool Championship in uh, Fulda in Germany. Um, I'll, I'll just read a short expert, uh, excerpt from the um, matchroompool.com to explain how you got on. It said, um, 2015 World Snooker Championship being was beaten by the bluegrass badass uh, who could secure his place at the 2023 uh, Moscone Cup with a strong run this week. Um, Bingham's nine-ball adventure was cut short by Norway's Mats 
I can't even have a stab at his surname. Uh, Shentaneng, I think it might be, um, but with impressive wins over Lo Hum, Ho Sun and Solomon Clark, Bull Run will likely soon find himself back on the Grey Bays. So, uh, you know, did you enjoy it? And, and as it says, will Paul fans indeed see you back uh, soon back on the Grey Bays uh, soon, do you think? Yeah, definitely. Um, I was already going up um, a trip to the US Open. Um, it's been a clash, isn't it? Is, is, is there a calendar yeah. clash? Did I say? Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Go yeah, ahead. yeah. Obviously, I was going into the match with John Astley. That um, obviously, if he beat me, I, I was going to uh, Atlantic City to play in the US Open. Mm. Already planned it. So, um, but in in a way, I was gutted maybe probably winning that match. I know, yeah. obviously, in a, in a hindsight. So you're enjoying the pool. Let's get to the nub of this. You're really you're kind of getting into it. Do you think you think you're getting your eye in with it? Sort of yeah, it's just obviously just a different atmosphere. Yeah. Um, everyone's a bit sort of laid back. It, obviously, it's open. The, the game's very open, and 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 things can happen. But uh, yeah, yeah, it, it's like every, everyone was there. Everyone was obviously very welcoming, uh, very polite, uh, good banter. Um, but yeah, just obviously meeting all the top guys, obviously sort of mutual respect and all that was there. And mm. yeah, obviously I had good comments, obviously people watching me and saying that I've got sort of a good game for the pool, um, moving the white around as, as a pool player would, not as a snooker player would sort of thing. So yeah, yeah. it's, uh, yeah, just obviously a, a few things. I, like I didn't have a jump cue, which... Maybe probably, it only cost me maybe probably four or five shots in in the four games I played. Right. But um, explain that to not. me, Stu, because that's that's lost to me. A jump cue, just for a layman like me. What, what are you talking about? Yeah, with that? it's 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 maybe probably like three quarter size, just um, a, a, like a normal cue would be. Right. Um, and like obviously like sort of not like snooker, you can actually jump over the object ball to hit the ball on sort of thing. Right. So, um, yeah, it's obviously very skillful. You see some of the guys, yeah. uh, especially like that Matt's, yeah. he, he must have potted two or three balls from me snookering him. A few or as he's like, cl- saying, ball hook. Is that right? So yeah. a few cloths get ripped, do they? Or, yeah, these guys just too good? And, uh, well, you know, no, no, yeah. don't actually. No. Obviously, they're, they're digging into it. They're not sort of like miscuing. They're actually digging into the white ball, yeah. raising the back of the queue and, and obviously jumping, like say. That's some high skill at that level. I want to see it on a snooker table, man. I think that's the way <laughs> forward, isn't it? They keep talking yeah. about new elements to the game, but um, yeah. I mean, we were yeah. just, we were having a, obviously a brief chat before we got to start. I said, possibly a natural transition for you one day you think you know I mean I know you've got things still to, to do on the snooker circuit but do you think you know going forward later years you know Paul, Paul might be a good option for you without a doubt yeah, yeah. Um, like, I'm already halfway down obviously can pot balls I can obviously get my way around the table um, so yeah I'm obviously my first game um, all the snooker players that have sort of given it a go have all been seeded Hmm. Um, but the tournament, obviously in Germany, the top 128 all entered, so it means I couldn't be seeded. So that's why I drove, uh, drawn that uh, Hong Kong guy, hmm. uh, Lo Ho Sum. Yeah, he was ranked about 60, 60 odd in the rankings. Right. And uh, yeah, like I say, people was watching and said like, yeah, he's like, you've got game here, you could do well. And I think like obviously winning the second game as well. Hmm. And then I might probably put a little bit of pressure on myself, like, oh, I could do this. Mm. And then obviously the expectation changes and yeah, and all that. So it was a I'm free like, hit until you sort of yeah, thought, exactly. you know, oh, God, I got a shot. Go yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> 
But yeah. I, like I say, I met some good guys. That I, I met up with a guy called Hunter Lombardo. He um, and Forston home, and he's he's a sort of a world champion in the past. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, met with him, met with them too, and and they sort of took me took me through my paces and and playing shots and. Yeah. Sort of trying trying to learn the jump shot and things like that. So it's good to meet them and yeah. And obviously they introduced me to obviously a lot of people. So yeah, it was good. Good bunch of characters as well. I'm sure there's lots of fodder yeah. for us in our future podcasts. But yeah. Um, now finally, I saw a clip this week on Twitter or, or X or whatever it's called this month um, of you having a nice uh, chat with Michael Holt. Uh, very much a peer of yours in the snooker world. Um, can you tell us a little bit about uh, you know what that was for and, and what were some of the topics um, of, of discussion there? Yeah, obviously Michael had the fault even before Stephen Hendry had his Q-tips. Hmm. Uh, he, he said that he, he had this idea and obviously with COVID and everything, it, it put, put it on a back burner. But uh, yeah, he, he's sort of very doing similar thing to sort of Stephen Hendry's doing Mm. Um, but with a little bit of a twist, obviously, sort of recreating some uh, sort of good shots, bad shots. Um, what's happened in 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 my career? Mm. Talking about my career and everything like that. So yeah, it's good good insight, and I I think he'd do well out of it. Um, just got to obviously get a few people on his side and mm. and help him out doing it. But uh, yeah, he's, he's got a good uh, little team around him, and uh, I think he'd do well. Yeah, absolutely. Stu, that's great. Thank you very much for your time today as always and best of luck for what looks like a packed schedule in September. Yeah, thanks a lot, James. Cheers.